Hi, I'm Todd from Finish Line Financial, and this is Retirement Secrets, where we talk about what it takes to retire like a multimillionaire. Every year, my wife and I try to take a fall trip. It's uh, actually our favorite time of the year because the uh, leaves are turning color and the, the air is a little bit cooler and it's just really a, a nice time to travel. And so on one of our trips, we had decided to take a hike through the woods near the shores of Lake Michigan. And what we did is we found this trail. It's about a two mile trail. Um, so we drove to the parking lot and at the trailhead. And so the trailhead was clearly marked. But as we walked for a few minutes, uh, the trail actually started to become less obvious. <laughs> it actually got to the point where we actually sort of couldn't quite tell where the trail was anymore. So we had to dust off our old Boy Scout and Girl Scout skills to navigate the path, which we did. And to our surprise, actually brought us right to the shoreline of you know one of the five Great Lakes. So we actually had the entire beach to ourselves, like we were sort of in the middle of nowhere. But we were, we were tired because we had actually been walking in the sand. So we sat down and just kind of lay down on our backs, looking up at the sky. And like within seconds, off to our left, in the distance, we heard these jets. And so we look down there and we see these two fighter jets that are just flying along and hugging the coastline. And before you know it, they're like right overhead. And uh, uh, I still, actually, I can still hear the jet engines in my ears. It was like one of these special moments where we're exhausted, we're just laying there, and then these jets just fly right over our heads. And it sort of reminds me that, um, you know, the path to success is a lot like going on a hike in the woods. It's just one small step after another. And each step can be easy on its own, so you just keep taking the next easy step. And then before you know it, you're somewhere you've never been before, like at the shoreline of Lake Michigan. So if you wanna set yourself up for success and your family up for success too, then you're gonna to wanna to listen to today's episode because today's retirement secret comes to us from Tom Berg. Tom is a shareholder at the Varnum Law Firm, and he has over 40 years of legal experience. And he happens to focus his practice on helping clients develop customized estate planning strategy, as well as practicing business and corporate law and tax planning, compliance, and litigation. So get this, <laughs> I find this amusing. Um, Tom has experience dealing with the IRS, in administrative hearings and in litigation. So he plays on one of the big stages. And no surprise here, Tom has been recognized as one of the best lawyers in America every year since 2012. So in this episode, Tom's gonna to tell you a story about Harry and Meghan, who were on their second marriage with children from their first marriages, and they also have one child together. Now, Harry and Meghan have been procrastinating, which Tom tells us is very common when it comes to setting up an estate plan. So how do Harry and Meghan set themselves up for success? Well, like taking a hike in the woods, Tom tells you they did it by taking the next easy step. 
I've always enjoyed dealing with clients and working with them on updating their estate plans and setting goals to manage their affairs, but there can be certain frustrations for both the clients and for me as their professional. The most common one I'll refer to as procrastination. Individuals, married couples, uh, have a difficult time deciding exactly what they want to do and as a result tend to put off decisions and allow the process to drag out for a long period of time without being resolved. There are many reasons for this and I understand them. I mean I deal in this area on a daily basis but for a client there's a lot of jargon, complexity, and not to mention that none of us like to think about our demise or long-term disability. It's just not a fun thing to think about and we'd rather not. There's also the perception that preparing an estate plan will be astronomically expensive, which is almost always not true, but is a relevant concern. As a help, perhaps, to working through this, I wanted to talk today about a hypothetical couple. Let's call them Harry and Meghan. Uh, they're on their second marriage. They have three children, two adult children from one of their first marriages and one minor children together. They own their home, have retirement accounts, some investment accounts, bank accounts, the normal types of investments and assets. They haven't given a lot of thought to exactly who owns those items. Some are joint between the two. Uh, some are owned by uh, one spouse or the other. And they aren't too sure what would happen in the event of the death of either of them. Further, they haven't really thought about what would happen if one of them was incapacitated for a long period of time and unable to access their accounts. So if the worst happens, in this case, let's say a accident or illness that causes one of the spouses to be unable to manage their own affairs, what happens? Any accounts that are owned solely by the disabled spouse will be frozen and unable to be accessed by the other spouse. In order to protect the interest of the disabled spouse, the law of most states requires that there be probate proceedings which are expensive, public, and messy, involve medical examinations and public testimony about capacity. After testimony is gathered, a probate court judge will decide if the surviving spouse or some other third party should be named as what's called the conservator for the disabled spouse and will have access to the assets of that spouse. This process is messy and expensive and will undoubtedly cost a multiple of what a well-drafted estate plan would run. The good news is that there's a very simple workaround called a durable power of attorney in which either spouse can name the other or other trusted third parties to act on their behalf in the event they become incapacitated. It's usually advisable to name a trusted third a party in addition to a spouse just in case both spouses are incapacitated at the same time. In addition to financial matters in the event of a profound disability, healthcare decisions are important and most states allow for a written advanced directive, patient advocate designation, or other state-sanctioned third-party relationship to make medical care decisions for an individual who isn't able to do so personally. This is again a very personal matter and involves issues about life support, 
uh, end-of-life issues and, and related matters, all of which are better decided by an individual rather than a judge. Disability documents, such as the durable power of attorney and the health care directive, should always be part of a well-drafted estate plan. Let's take it a step further and presume that one of the spouses dies unexpectedly. When a person dies without any will or other testamentary documents, they're said to be intestate, and there are statutory rules provided by the state in which they reside that determine who gets what when and who should be responsible for making sure that happens. Certain assets, such as joint assets, pass automatically to a surviving joint tenant, but that can present its own problems because that may not be what the deceased joint tenant really wanted to have happen in the event of his or her death. Retirement accounts can be paid directly to a named death beneficiary, but in many instances, persons do not have designated beneficiaries, and usually the default mode is the probate estate of the deceased individual. Probate is an expensive and messy process, which again costs many times what a well-drafted estate plan will run. It is also a matter of public record, since any individual has the right to go to the probate court and request to see the probate file for the deceased individual, which would include an inventory of their assets. In many states, the rules about who gets what are counterintuitive. For example, in Michigan, a surviving spouse where there are children, or in particular children from another marriage, the surviving spouse gets no more than half of the probate assets of the deceased individual. In addition, there's no guidance with regard to who gets what. If Harry and Meghan have an adult child who is a spendthrift or has other personal issues, that child will receive an outright distribution of whatever his or her intestate share is under Michigan law. That could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars going to a child who has substance abuse issues or other problems without any guidance or oversight. A well-drafted estate plan, on the other hand, can be set up to avoid probate, provide checks and balances and oversight through the office of a trustee who is named by the individual, not the probate court, and can have other nuances which are preferable uh, with regard to how the assets are distributed, when, and to whom. There are many more aspects of preparing a integrated estate plan, but as an overview, my job today has been to give you a brief summary of why you should consider moving forward with doing something rather than procrastinating. The cost of procrastination can be much more than simply having it as an undone to-do on one's personal list. Thank you very much for your attention, and I hope that your day goes well and that you do take care of your estate plan if you haven't already. Thanks for listening to Retirement Secrets. If you want to learn more about how to retire like a multimillionaire, please visit our website at yourfinishline.com. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. 
To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. There is no assurance that the investment techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Alternative investments may not be suitable for all investors and should be considered as an investment for the risk capital portion of the investor's portfolio. The strategies employed in the management of alternative investments may accelerate the velocity of potential losses. Any guest speakers, along with the companies they are associated with, are not affiliated with or endorsed by Finish Line Financial or LPL Financial.